Yo, what's going on? It's Asha, also known as Kanjo, and this is Podcast Nostalgia. I'd like to say thank you for the feedback so far. It's been great. I really appreciate it. This next episode here is a long conversation, so I've cut this into two parts. So I'll drop the second part at a later date. But uh, we covered a lot of areas and topics within this, so I do hope you enjoy. I hope you continue to, to listen, to spread your earwaves. But until then... Take care and stay blessed. Somewhere, like from a particular situation, or has it just been like an accumulation of different scenarios that you've been in? I think I've always had it, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I think as I was younger, because mm. I was. When did I actually clock? I think within like the past two years, I actually clocked that I, I actually suffered with it in some kind of way. Because with situations and stuff, say, for example, if. I'm out in public and whatever, and I'm with like friends and whatever. I'm calm and I'm neutral, but then I always have like an underlying feeling of something is like, oh, I'm always pre-thinking of what to say or do, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm always anticipating certain things. So that makes me worry sometimes even more. Right. But then if I'm just natural in a or environment or whatever, then I seem to like relax better. Yeah. It's probably like a simple strategy or whatever, but I don't know. Some people like look at things differently, you know. So, yeah. I think from young up until now recently, I've realized, oh shit, this might be like an anxiety problem. Mm. So, have you done like, so it was something that you've realized later, kind of in life? It was yeah. something that you were always aware of? Yeah. Because I think when I started doing, I started to meditate when I was like 24. Right. And then with that, I felt chilled out as shit it was mad i was thinking rah. See? Yeah. i was thinking rah. and because i was i just started smoking as well it like helped even more right. not saying like i would smoke and then meditate okay. i would just like on a sunday afternoon yeah if it's like a day like this i'd be like oh shit what i'm gonna do is listen to some music and then just chill Cheers. and what i would do would just sit there and then close my eyes and then next thing i know i'm not like daydreaming or whatever i'm just in my own space. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it's just surrounded by just me. Well, in, in an unself-centered way possible. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's just your thinking about your thoughts and what you, your vision, yeah. Your life. But at the same time, it's just not empty, but it's just like floaty. That's yeah, the way I can explain it. It's just floaty. I was gonna get, get onto that actually about the smoking. Cause I feel like with me, that's, what's helped me with because i suffer from depression yeah um i get i don't know anxiety i'm not too sure like i don't i don't think maybe i did have it before but i feel like i've kind of grown into i was talking to eric actually about this um sorry i'm not keeping it anonymous um, <laughs> um that i kind of grew to like the, my kind of character before used to be like I was very wanted to please others. Yeah, like I always wanted to be like yeah. the yeah. guy that everybody yeah. liked. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like you know, try and like try be fun around people. But like I was trying to not force. It was kind of forced. It wasn't really. It didn't feel like it was me. And then obviously I had my personal stuff at home. Like, yeah, with my family and like religion and all that stuff. So I feel like it came from maybe uh, identity crisis. If that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, and then obviously that back then I wasn't born or whatever. But then when I came, when I grew up, that kind of 
I don't know, for me it kind of solidified myself in myself, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to like build my own, build myself into my own and be like, cool, this is this is me, this is how I want to be, yeah. this is how I'm going to act. If you don't like it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you don't like it, that's you, isn't it? Fuck like, you, man. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's you. Like I, I was telling her today, I was like, the maddest thing that we, that I will, I beef anyway, is that stuff happens, yeah, and yeah. the world just keeps spinning. That's it. That is exactly <laughs> it. That is exactly it. No matter what that happens, exactly the it. world keeps spinning. You could be sad. You could be happy. You could be di- like, it's sad. Obviously, that things happen, that like people die, and this is that. Yeah. Normal, but the world keeps spinning. Exactly. We keep going. Exactly. So for me, it's like. And then on top of that, um, maybe a deeper realization is once we die, obviously depending on what you believe in, yeah. but once we die, we die. Done. Like we might have faith and this is that, but yeah. maybe deep inside we're not hundred percent sure what's gonna happen yeah. after we die. So after we once this life that we're living, that we're trying to enjoy and this is that and the other, once it's done, all we know, that's it. So for me that's like another thing that kind of not made me overcome uh, the depression, but kind of made me able to deal with it. That's like, cool, I'm my character, I'm gonna be like this. You know, some days you're gonna have days that you're down, some days you're gonna have that you're up, but just gotta keep. So how did you deal with it when you had depression? What did you do? Um, at first, I, thought, I think I was very, I just, at first I was very closed in. How did you, how did, like, how did you feel? Like, what, what did you like? Kind of what triggered it. Yeah. What triggers it, boy? We were like, talking about this, so you have to go into it. <laughs> because you can go from being like being all calm, yeah. and then next thing you know, like as you said, the world just keeps spinning. So mm-hmm. one day you're feeling sick, you're feeling, oh yeah, I'm chill, I'm whatever. And the next day you're like, oh, whoa, what's happened here? Like, why do I feel like this? Instead of when I was feeling like this yesterday or like two hours ago, like, it's mad. Yeah, with me, if we go into like detail, so obviously you probably won't know, yeah. but I grew up growing up there. My parents were uh, Catholic, I think. Okay. And then they converted to Jehovah's Witnesses okay. when I was five. Okay. And from so when I was since I was five, that's all I that's kind of like the lifestyle that we were living. And you must be sick and knocked down, knocked down, ginger. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> and, and and but on top of that as well, my parents, none of my parents' siblings live here. So okay. I don't have no cousins here or nothing. Okay. So, we so you're just here? Yeah, so we wow. were just by ourselves here. So whenever we go to our family, we have to go over there, like to France and, and all that. So we were kind of like alone here. Mm. So that like environment was kind of like my lifestyle. And then obviously growing up, teenage, I grew up in Hackney mm. when it was bad. So obviously all the surrounding stuff and all that, I'm not mm. going to go into the details, but all the surrounding stuff and that, my parents tried to keep me away from that. So. I'd be in church, I'd be, like you said, like knocking doors and all this stuff. Yeah. But deep down, that's not, that's not what I wanted to do. Like that, yeah, I didn't yeah, really, yeah. I didn't really have like a love for it. Yeah, yeah. So then when I wanted to do what I thought was that cool, like hanging out with my friends after school and like, I don't know, playing football and all this stuff, like going to the park and that, just doing like kid stuff here, yeah, but like outside my house with my friends and that. Yeah. My um back at well back then my parents would be like they were very it was very strict in terms of you can't that you can't chill with these kind of people okay. you have to chill with you know these kind of people this is that and other so growing up that was kind of that's a conflict in itself because if you're then being like not instructed but you're being advised to do something and you're like oh okay but you don't have the thing to think oh but why not 
but then as you get older you go to think but oh, i like these like this kind of crowd yeah. like why can't i chill here but then that's, yeah that's where i think with me it kind of tri- triggered it okay <clears throat> and it was very like it wasn't as simple as it's not it wasn't as simple as as, as i'm saying it. it was actually quite like hard growing up like that because you're in an environment where I don't know, I'm chilling with my friends from school and I see them all the time. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm with them from yeah. the morning to the evening, mm. like, till 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and then I've got to, like, abide by certain rules when I get home. Yeah. But when I'm out, it's different. Like, I can do what I want. I can swear. Yeah. You know, I can talk to girls. Yeah. I can do this and that and the other. That's when I'm it. back home, I've got to have this different mindset. That's it. So it's kind of like I was living two lives. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So then... When I was in like, probably after like year 11, mm. what I got started sixth form, that's when I, that's when I really um, started to be like, cool, maybe I need to start acting on what I believe in now. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, we've got, you know, I go to church and I respect yeah. it. Obviously I lived at home. So my, my thing was, I always respect, respected my parents. Yes, it was sir. always, I'll go to church, you know, I'll, I'll in my head, it was like, I'll act like I'm, you know, with yeah. it or whatever, but deep down, like, you all, all know that I'm not really with yeah. it, but I'm going to keep the respect because I live at home. Yeah, Once yeah. I leave home, then you can't, sit, you can't yeah, tell me nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I hear that. yeah, so after year 11, I think it really, really started, um, when I look back, because obviously back then I didn't really realise that, that that's what it was, like, mental health and that, mm-hmm. but it was really when uh, the identity crisis thing that I was saying <clears throat> really kicked in. That's when... I was like 17. Yeah. That's when like people started going out a bit more, like drinking, um, smoking, girls like wanted to talk to you a bit more, like say, oh, can you come over? And this is like, yeah. just little things like that. And then at home, it's like my parents are telling me, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, this, this, that, and the other. Okay. So I couldn't really, I, I, I didn't really, when I look back, obviously I don't wanna say as if like I had a mad, bad childhood. Yeah. I had a great childhood, yeah, but yeah. I didn't really get to fully experience what experience you would, yeah. what I would have been able to experience if they if my parents had let me just be myself yeah I hear that that's mad because I'm because I'm from like a Caribbean background as well like a Caribbean family whatever mm. my mum and dad would just like not let me do whatever I wanted they'd let me do certain things to an extent in it like if they knew I was going to go out and I could get in trouble like no you're not going there yeah. but all in all if I wanted to go out then cool. If it was, if I was like going out every weekend, like to town or whatever, just to link my friends or whatever, yeah. they would point. Well, no, you obviously not gonna go out every week, like every weekend. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? But yeah, uh, no, that's mad. That's mad. It's sick <laughs> and mad at the same time. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and like I found it, <clears throat> and when I was young, obviously, that's when I started playing basketball as well. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of this is like before I started doing music. It was kind of like an escape <clears throat> to be like, cool. I'm at the house. I'm with my friends. You know, they can't say, tell me, oh, you can't go to basketball. Yeah. Because it's a sport. Like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like, I'm not down to that. I'm not in the block, like, chilling with the yeah. people that aren't doing anything, whatever. But I feel like with the, with that kind of upbringing, there's always going to be that war between what's good and what's bad. Yeah. And where my kind of, I don't know, the way I wanted to live was kind of viewed as bad by that, by the, the their community and that. Right. It did, we didn't, it didn't rub well. So I always knew that, you know, in Jehovah's Witnesses, it's like you get baptized and then you become a Jehovah's Witness. Like you okay. go through a process, you study this, this, that, and other, then get baptized. 
and then you become Jehovah's Witness. When you do, when that happens, you, it's like you've devoted your life to that life. So, what's like? I might like sound mad, like ignorant, no. but like, what's the difference from like a Jehovah's Witness's lifestyle to like a Christian's lifestyle? So, like a Christian, I guess it depends how 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 that Christian lives their life. I guess I'd say. Because if it's like, if we're talking like a normal Christian that don't really go to church and that, yeah. then Jehovah's Witnesses, it's like every week there's, there's that. So we used to go to church on Wednesday, then we used to go uh, preaching on Saturday, which would be like the knocking on the doors and that. Okay. And then Sunday we'd go to church again. But there would be like different things that you'd study during the week that would like prepare you kind of to go knock on doors and this and that. Oh, okay. But it was very, very serious. Like, it was like, you go to church in a suit. When you go there, they expect you to like participate when they do these little studies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, on when I was that young, on me, it was, I don't know, it was kind of like pressure. Like, cause obviously at school, you're expected to perform in a certain way as well. Yeah. And then in church, you're also expected yeah. to perform a certain way. You're supposed to act a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, you're supposed to upkeep in, uh, being a like and part of being a Jehovah's Witness, you're supposed to upkeep your morals and all that stuff yeah, in yeah, every yeah. aspect of your life. So yeah. like, if you're out of your friends and your friend offered you like a cigarette, like you'd be like, nah, because I believe in this, this, that, yeah. other. Or if you're like, your whole class is celebrating somebody's birthday, you would like ask to step out the class because you can't celebrate birthdays. Right. Things like that. Okay. Okay. So, growing up, I understood I was different. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm different to not only the people. Um, in my school, but yeah. I'm different to my cousins because none of them were Jehovah's Witnesses okay. either. Okay. And then, we, well, there was one family, they were Jehovah's Witnesses, but the the elder son that I was cool with, he was kind of like me. He was kind of like, we didn't know what we kind of wanted to, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. kind of thing. Um, so in their eyes, we kind of viewed as like rebels. So in a way, yeah, like, if, say you had that upbringing now, yeah, and then, you're saying so you want to practice like meditation and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that like something in the back of your head now? Because even though it's something different to do, but it's kind of a thing like, oh, rah, because obviously there's like going to be different feelings. Is that because of like the upbringing with the religion as well to cross over with something like that? Because obviously it's not the same um, practice what like Jeremy Smith would do for them to like either relax or something like that. They would like, um, pray to like Jesus or like God or Jehovah, yeah. but then with meditation, you're just you sitting with yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. yeah. I don't know, you know. That's not. I, I don't know. I've, that's never. That's that's um, a question I've never really asked because I don't know. When I was growing up, like as much as I understood the way of living, I never really tried mm. myself because I d I genuinely didn't feel like that's the way I was going to live my life. So I didn't even try to like live my life like that yeah and i've never asked and i don't like when i was younger my dad used to tell me a lot like oh you need to study this you need to do this like in terms of the jehovah's witness like what i yeah. need to to do and that to be to, to become a jehovah's witness and yeah. i'd always be like oh yeah i'll do it one day or yeah i'll get on it but i never do it okay and i think he understood but we've never spoken about it so it's not like i and i've never really asked him either like oh yeah. you know the med if if you were to meditate, yeah, how would you do it? Like, I've never asked him. Okay. I've never asked him. I don't know. Well, not meditate as such, because obviously, like, there's, med like, every I think every type of religion has a, their own form of like meditation in it. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? 
But I guess they do have moments though when they, when it's like, um, that way you're with your thoughts and you think about like how you wanna, like live your life mm. or like how kind of what kind of person you wanna be, mm-hmm. and and they kind of call it like, um, uh, they call it it's like self studying. So they study with the, they study different uh, publications and stuff themselves. Okay. To grow spiritually themselves. See. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's yeah. It was a, it was a very. So how do you cope like your depression like that? Now I smoke. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah. Do you know like when I was? What's that Drake bar? Oh, I don't know. I don't listen to Drake. Oh. <laughs> it was I get high to just to bounce up my loads or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I what you yeah. I don't really like Drake either that much, but yeah, no, I don't listen to Drake that much. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, I was gonna say to go deeper, like deeper, deeper. I was once at a point when I was like six between sixteen and probably just before I was nineteen, I had very I was in a certain like on a very dark, dark place. So like, don't yeah, very dark. Like it was very. I'm the eldest of now four siblings. Uh, three. Si- I got three siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And I. But you're the oldest. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Oh yeah. right, you got sisters. I got one sister. Oh, P. P. I got one sister. Yeah, big woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one sister and two brothers. Yeah. Um, oh, that. Oh, nice peak for like. Her future boyfriends and that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, nah, mate, she's cool, man. She's she's got her head on her shoulders. Like, she's better than me. She's more mature than me. Um, but yeah, now nah, I was the eldest of three siblings, and during that time was when I was really battling with, be trying to be myself, yeah. and then battling with what my parents and what other people, other people that were like family friends and stuff expected oh, of me. Right, that's just because I just deep like how your mind thought would have been, because mm. if you're trying to find out who you are but then you're still in that part of pulling you to go to where they think you should be and then you're trying to be the set the example for your sisters and your brother and just that is on top of that like that's mad not to brag not to brag i always said it's not to brag (laughs) but i was i was one of the gifted and talented at my school so every year i'd get you're very academically yeah, in my, oh. I was in top sets for everything. Oh, bro. And in my, um, at my school every year, every summer, they would send a letter. You know how we had six weeks holidays? Yeah. For about two and a half of those weeks, I had to go to school to do this gifted and talented thing. Right. So for me, it well, was can't like... Can't you deny that? Can't you be like, no, I don't want to go? Yeah, but obviously when my parents were oh, that, yeah. they're like telling me, <laughs> you know, like, like, you should go, innit? Are you mad? So <laughs> two weeks of my holiday? That, there's that pressure on, on top of that. And then there's like... I don't know the home pressure everything yeah. i don't know there was just a lot i had a lot of a lot of things to like try and figure out at such a young age where i should have just been able to try different things i was trying to figure out but i wasn't able to try yeah different things yeah so Did i was you go kinda, to uni yeah i went but i went to uni late oh. so at first and another thing when i was younger in um the ideology in yeah. jehovah's witnesses was that when you grow up like pursuing further education isn't really recommended mm. so obviously in their under in their understanding this world isn't go isn't going to last forever this is where in the last days 
and then there's going to be Armageddon. I, I know, obviously, that's something that every Christian um, mostly believes in. Yeah. And then after that, there's going to be like a judgment, and there's going to be paradise. And okay. De- depending on um, what denomination you believe in, you believe yeah. if you go to heaven or hell. Jehovah's right. Witnesses believe that this earth was made for hum- uh, humans to habitate. Okay. So the earth will be eradicated of all the evilness, and then yeah. all the good people will stay on earth. Okay. Right, I'll come like flipping Avengers, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so obviously the pressure of all of all of this year, it was like a mad melting pot between the ages of 16 and 19. And obviously yeah. at that age as well, you're growing up and then there's girls and sex and then drugs and all this stuff. And it's like, I was exposed to so many. I was, first of all, I was exposed to too many things at a young age anyway, okay. because of where I lived. Yeah. And then on top of that, I had all this pressure. And then other than that, I had other pressure like the, I don't really talk about this too much, but. Mm the relationship I had with my parents okay and more precisely with my dad like we were we were cool but we weren't close cool. oh my like, we were close. oh my <laughs> gosh that is sick no not in that way <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, but like yeah because my pops yeah I love my dad mm. I love him to death but we're we're like cool like you said we're, mm. we're cool like I could always talk to him about stuff and we could always like talk back and forth. Yeah. But we, it's, it's cool. My mum now, I don't know because I might be a mummy's boy, innit? Mummy's boys and daddy's girls and stuff like that, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's how it might work and that's how um, that feeling is rotted. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, so, what, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so that's how the feelings could be. And yeah. when it's like a daddy's girl or a mummy's boy, that's how that feeling might be. You might feel more attached to One. this than the other. Oh, because when you think about it, obviously men and women, like the men has to obviously give the female the egg. So if we're doing that and a man's love is always to a female, depending on what, where you, whatever. But yeah, so that might be why men are more attached to their mum and then because of the female is mm. attracted to the male so much to have that um, child and then once they give birth, that's probably why the female is more of a daddy's girl because yeah. that's what brings them together. Yeah. It's mad. But, but yeah. you know what's even madder? I weren't close to either of my parents. Oh, rough! So <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like, when growing up, they're like, I love them to bitch, yeah, my parents. Like, I yeah. brought... The thing is, the relationship I have with my parents, I can't, I can't talk to my parents about everything. Mm. I never, we never grew up like that. We never, I never grew up like, my parents never gave me, for example, the sex talk. I never got the sex talk from Fam, my mom or my dad. Imagine my sex talk now, yeah? <laughs> imagine this. This is why my dad's sick. My dad's like my boy. Imagine, yeah? We're in London, right? Because he, he lived in London for a bit. So he's in mm. London. He, I was probably like 12 years old. He's driving around in his van, yeah? We drove past a sex shop, right? And there was... Knickers, yeah, <laughs> but there were sweets, fam. Oh, they were sweet, yeah, knickers. yeah, they were like sweet knickers, you know, like, oh, what's the sweet, you know, the ultraviolets, whatever they are, the little rounded pounders. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. that yeah. was the knicker, fam, yeah. And he was like, You see that? And I was like, Yeah, he's like, Eat them. And I was like, What? <laughs> what do you mean, eat them? He's like, Eat them, put them on the woman and eat them. And I was like, <laughs> Scene, so I was like 12 years old, too. yeah, I was thinking, Okay, mad, but yeah, yeah, yeah that was my sex talk. No, I never, I never got one, unfortunately. 
That's kind of good though because I I don't even talk about my, my parents without like sex and that. I I don't know. I wish I I wish they would have gave given me one. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have. I don't know. I wish. Not I wish because that sounds like I'm regretting. Yeah. But looking back, I with when I have children, mm. I think I will be more open about those kind of things. Yeah. Because I feel like not being able to speak to them about it yeah i then went through experiences that i could i could have probably avoided going through yeah i hear that like growing I hear up that. if i if i had spoken to them about it yeah and but then, then again you could still talk to them about it but then you could still make those mistakes in it because everyone learns from their own mistakes true it's well, like even um, though you've been you was told those type of things or you would have that education on um this and that and right and wrong yeah. um you're still at some point in life, someone does make a mistake within that life, and then it does like trigger. So it could, it would have been nice for you to have that, I think. But then also at the same time, it's like, how is it gonna end either way? Yeah, it's true. No, I think that was, I was talking to this about with her earlier today yeah. about if I would have that conversation with them now, yeah, and open up to them, mm. and I don't know. I, I said you should. <laughs> I don't know. But it'll be harder now because you're getting older, innit? Yeah. And then when, as you get older, <laughs> it feels harder to not express yourself in certain ways, innit? But to talk about certain situations um, as and you get older. Yeah. Especially and with me, yeah. it'll be such shocking situations as well where they probably think I've been through that anyway. Yeah. But if I then go and confirm, <laughs> like if I go and then talk to them and confirm. It's a different conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, like, bro, Dio, you actually did this and yeah. you did that. And you went through this and, you know. Yeah. But... I don't know. Going back to the the yeah the whole what I was saying that during that time, what I was dealing with yeah. So I was dealing with all of that. So I, now you understand the whole yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. And then I had school. So I liked basketball at school and I used to play. Yeah. And I played. Um, I wasn't like amazing or anything, but I played. Uh, our school played like nationally. I think it was in the, in the UK or whatever. We had a lot of games. But with those, yeah, again, the strict. I, I can tell still. Well, yeah, yeah, cause you played, didn't <laughs> <laughs> with, with that, like growing up, like there were schools that were far, so we they'd have to travel far to go there. Yeah. And my dad didn't like that. Okay. So if it was a game that was away, mm. and it would be like, oh, you know, we'd get a, a letter sent home that oh, we might be back home at like nine or whatever, mm-hmm. and that to come collect your kid from school, or whatever. My dad'd be like, no, you're not going. And growing up for me, that was I had I had a lot of, I think that's probably what's made me so. Uh, resilient now mm. is I grew up hearing a lot of no's. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. It was a lot of I w- I it was a lot of me asking because I was never scared to ask him like yeah, what yeah. I want to do. I'd be like, oh, I want to go and do this, this, that. No. Yeah. Why? No. Just because no. Yeah, well, there'll yeah, be an explanation, yeah. but there'll be some long explanation. That I don't really. I don't obviously I don't want to hear it. Yeah. And it's always related to, um, and again, I don't want to beam it in a bad light that like Jehovah's Witnesses are bad or whatever because mm. they're not bad. But my experience of it probably wasn't the greatest. Yeah. But it was always whenever I'd wanted, whenever I'd want to do something, mm-hmm. my dad was always like, whip up like some sort of publication yeah. like, that they had or whatever explaining, you know, why we, we why you shouldn't do this or yeah, why you yeah, shouldn't yeah. do that or why is this not gonna lead to good things or why is this not gonna. So it was always like getting rejected. This no, this no, no, you can't do this no, no, you can't chill with this person no, you can't be around this person you. So it was always mad. I was growing up like that, like during the ages of like 16 to 18, mm-hmm. I was very, very suicidal at that point. Oh. 
Yeah, very suicidal at that point. Like I, and like back then as well, my I think it was my grandparents from my dad's side. They came from Africa and they yeah. lived them. They lived in my house for a while. So then, and they lived in my room. Yeah, like they were in my room. So I didn't really have my space anyway during that time. Right, and so that's the that's the time of age where you need that kind of yeah that privacy. So them days, I was like the thing like overthinking. I probably had panic attacks, yeah, like yeah, yeah. anxiety attacks. I had like moments where I black out. Like Bro. it was mad. Like, do you remember the, your first panic attack? No, uh, I don't remember. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. remember. Mm. Is it? Yeah, definitely. I feel like you don't forget it if, nah. it, if it's that intense. You you don't forget. Yeah, it. I don't think yeah. I've ever had like an intense one like that. No, nah, I remember mine was in public. I went to London to watch the Stark show. Yeah, I was with like my girlfriend at the time, and there was bare people mm. i don't know why all you people threw me off they were just bare people and i was just literally just waiting to get a ticket or something mm. and then i just started breathing heavy i was thinking what the fuck's going on here mm. and the next thing i just had tears in my eyes man. i was thinking what the fuck's this i was like no nah, this is weird this is mad weird and the next thing i know that was it it was only like five minutes though but i was thinking right this is a bit mad Might have been when I was young, because I used to cry a lot when I was younger, mm. like when I was in primary school. I've never yeah. seen you cry. Yeah, I don't really cry now. I'm not pussy or anything. Like <laughs> 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 I don't cry, man. <laughs> I don't cry. But no, I didn't. Um, yeah, back then, I, that in primary school, that I kind of got bullied, so it was like, maybe then, I don't know. But I guess mine weren't. If I did ever have like ma- like panic attacks like that, it nah, was kids are pricks, man. <laughs> kids are pricks. Yeah, kids are pricks. Sorry, that <laughs> I don't mean like in that in that kind of way, in it, no, but like yeah, growing up, like, yeah, horrible yeah. things. Bullies. Yeah, bullies. Because kids don't have filters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Kids don't have filters. Like kids don't care. Kids don't care about your feelings. And that and you know what? Yeah, that's so. Like going back to linking that back to what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I was going through that dark stage, I was overthinking a lot. Back, back then, I didn't smoke. Oh, okay. I, sm- I started smoking at uni. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I started smoking late. I went to uni, I was 21. So when I started smoking, and I, when that, like, when that opened my, like, my mind, di- yeah. like, it opened my mind, but differently. Like, I started seeing life in a completely different way. Well, we went to uni? Yeah. You, that's why, yeah, because they were at uni. You can do whatever you want, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You have no like restrictions. It's yeah. like you're in sixth form. We go to college. It's not the same. Fam. Yeah. I never went to uni, but I, I can imagine what like it going to uni like freedom. feels like. It was freedom. Yeah. Like I could be because I, I, up until then I was still living at home. I think I moved out. Yeah. Like nine months before that, out of my parents' house, I was living in the in some room. Mm. But that was the first time I moved out. Okay. So. I kind of got the taste of it, but then at uni, it's like everybody's like kind of around your age, even yeah. though they're younger than you, but they're like, they were like 18, 19. Yeah. But you had a couple of people that were like around your age. Yeah. And yeah, it just felt different when I was at yeah. uni. So then at uni, I was kind of coming out of that dark period where yeah. I was overthinking a lot and stuff. And I was still overthinking about that. When I started smoking, I was mad. I, I went through a period where smoking was, I should have probably not carried on, but I carried on. <laughs> but, I can't let it go. <laughs> I just kept like it kept making me think, create like mad things and that, yeah. But then yeah. I, I got to a point where I even say this to her all the time. I got to a point where now I actually don't think at all. Okay. Like during the day on a normal day, yeah, like so sober, 
Yeah. And this is so weird when I tell people, yeah. I do not think. You know how people sit there and they're like, I can be like, oh, what are you thinking about? And you you actually are thinking about like a few different things. Yeah. If you ask me and I'm there, if I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm looking at, yeah, yeah. like for example, I'm looking at them two playing basketball. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. I, there's yeah. no other thoughts in my head. Yeah. Like there's nothing else. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I, I think that's my, I've been able to make that kind of like my uh, coping mechanism See. with the depression. So when I do have waves of, you know, like bad, like low energy and stuff like yeah. that, I'm able to kind of channel it into something else. Yeah, something else. Like if when I smoke, yeah. be like that kind of makes me not think. Yeah. And then I don't think anyway. So yeah. it's just a nice little like silence in my head. Yeah. And then on top of that, I do obviously I write music and that helps a lot. Yeah. Um, well, that probably helps the most, actually. I didn't even say that because that I use music as therapy. Okay. So, yeah, you've heard my music. Yeah. Like, I talk a lot about kind of everything that goes on in my head, everything I've seen, everything I've kind of gone through and stuff like that. And I use it kind of as an outlet to let all the all the old like frustrations, yeah, all the all the like back then not being able to do what I want yeah. or being told no this is that I can now yeah. channel it into my music yeah. now I don't live at home now I don't you know my, I can I feel like I can I'm my own person I'm my own yeah. adult like I pay my bills and yeah. like my parents know like I'm not homeless out yeah, here yeah. like so obviously but <laughs> not in a bad way but <laughs> well you know what I mean I, yeah, I can yeah. take care of myself so like yeah. now I feel like I can I can be myself now so through my music I feel like I, I can do that now and I treat it as therapy, so. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I feel like the same, when I, when I smoke, mm. I, well, I'm trying not to now, but <laughs> when I smoke, I either, I can't smoke and just do nothing. I have to smoke and do something. Yeah. Like, normally, from when I started to like meditate on a regular basis, I would smoke and dance and mm. then chill. But only because I felt like when I smoked and I danced, it felt I was more relaxed and more freer just to think, oh, let me just try doing this yeah, or something. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then, yeah, but I can't just sit and then smoke and not do anything. I, even I'll just sketch sometimes and yeah. just draw. I'm probably not like the sickest drawer, but I just like drawing just if, just if I'm high. Yeah. Or just write stuff and then just, if it makes sense, then I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. And I just leave it in my notes. Yeah. And then you look back on That's it. it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. But yeah, man, I think I, as much as weed might get like a bad um, representation to like some people, I think it's a good coping mechanism for some others yeah. not saying it's like an antidepressant whatever yeah. but it's like some people might just enjoy it some people like eating when they're if they feel, they feel sad. yeah but no it's not like that's i to be honest i think eating is probably worse than just smoking yeah 100%. but no for real like it's actually because if we're being like deep, I mean, sorry, if we're being real, yeah, yeah. weed comes from earth anyway. Mm -hmm. So if, it's a plant. Yeah, so if we're inhaling it and taking it in and it helps us, especially, I've clocked here as well, with that people that have mental health that smoke here, it always seems to be weed that helps them deal with what Something. they're going through. Yeah, 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 It could be the maddest thing, yeah, they'll have a zoo and they're calmed down, they're mellowed mm -hmm. out. And it seems to be something that like, it's like a, it's like the earth has gave us that in order to deal with what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what we have to deal with. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, the, the mental health, like. It's but do you think mental health is like, is it an actual thing? 
or is it just like something that is all is in everybody but certain things just triggers i think depending on what you've gone through um you can develop it okay if you haven't gone through because obviously there's people that like can like they grow up doing whatever they want and they don't they don't show signs of mental depression i mean they might have mental health but yeah. they don't show signs of mental health because they've always been able to live their life how they've wanted to live it yeah but they feel fulfilled with whatever they do they don't feel like they're disappointing someone or they don't feel like you know that there's someone else is going to be affected badly by what they do mm. and even if someone else is affected badly by what they do they might have been taught that doing that you're the one that wins anyway so yeah. you carry on doing that and that's it just care about you yeah because they say like karma and what goes around comes around or whatever. Yeah. But then sometimes it gets thrown out in like a um, salty comment or like a snidey thing like, oh, you've done this. So yeah, karma's going to come back around and get you. Yeah. But like, <laughs> do you think with that, when people say history repeats itself, it's just like a whole thing of where it's the exact same thing. But like with karma, it may be good that will come back to you or be like the bad. But if it's history and whatever, what if you've gone through something as you was younger and then as you grow up, and then karma comes around or history repeats itself and it reenacts again but in a way where it's in a more vigorous way if that makes sense yeah i think i get what you're, you mean um i always say that the energy you put out there whatever energy you put out in life yeah you always get back mm. and in saying that it's however i've had to learn this the hard way however you you the way you live the way your life will kind of like carry on going mm -hmm. is dependent on how you react in situations and it's yeah. in every situation of your life yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on how you react that's how you're going to carry on living your life mm -hmm. so i learned from young that um again if we're well, talking about me yeah um i had anger problems when i was younger and i remember in primary school there was some woman that came over i even remember her name she's not the same name as my sister yeah. some jewish woman and I had a few sessions with her on anger management. Yeah. And when I look, when now I look back, I was thinking, how the fuck did I have anger management? I was probably like <laughs> nine or eight. Yeah. How the fuck that I had a woman yeah. had to pull me out of class? Like they, I, I don't remember personally any, uh, having any fights like, yeah. like that in school. Yeah. But I don't know who told who that I had anger problem. Yeah. That I had to be pulled out of class <laughs> to have this one on like it was actually like four of us in there with this woman, and she'd give give us these techniques. Yeah? And I always remember this. She would be like. When you get angry, just uh, yeah. think about the sea, like the yeah. seashore, that's that sound that you hear in them shell thingies, yeah. um, and count to ten, breathe and count to ten. I was thinking, I was probably like eight. <laughs> I look at my little brother now, he's eight, and I don't think they'll put him in an anger management class, and this kid has got mad energy and that. But anyway, like, and then when I um, carried on, like, carried on or whatever, yeah. I went through, like, therapy, I went through a couple of therapy um, sessions and that, and I tried it at uni as well. Mm. Didn't find it was for me. But, um, I think I lost the point, what you said. Um, it repeats itself. So like, all karma goes back around. So like, something that you probably went through when you were younger could reenact itself as you get older in life, as karma, and like good energy and bad energy. Yeah, 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 I forgot what I was going with. But yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, what I was saying, the energy that you put out there comes back. So okay. whatever, yeah, this is what I was doing. <laughs> my so yeah, the energy, so the, I had to learn the hard way that the way you react to certain situations is yeah. how you carry on your life. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. as I was saying, the anger management stuff, 
led me to I was always angry. Then I clock now I look back, yeah, I was always angry. I was an angry kid, like you could tell me, especially at home, yeah. my brother could say anything to me, yeah. Yeah. If it rubbed me the wrong way and a lot of the stuff he told me rubbed me the wrong <laughs> way, I'd, I'd go mad. Super and it, Saiyan. And it wasn't like a gradual anger either. I'd just yeah. go mad, like and a lot of the time. It, it was like, because it was in front of my, our parents, I couldn't hit him, so <laughs> i just crying and just be like shouting oh. and all this stuff. And then at school as well, it was the same thing. Like, I felt like if I try to beat this guy up, I might, in my head I thought, if I try to beat this person up, I might kill him, so I can't do it. Yeah. So I, I, I ended up just crying and that yeah. feeling like, so. Yeah. Yeah, so then also I was reacting to bad shit, like bad, like, even my dad would talk to me, I was like, badly, like, I was, I was becoming like rude at home and stuff like that. And then I realised that a bit later in life that, you know, you can't keep, I can't keep, you can't, the way, the literally the way you react to a situation mm -hmm. leads the way you then, what you're dealt with further than in life. Yeah. Because then other people, you, you're angry, this, this, that, other. The friends that I used to have before, I don't, I don't have a lot of my friends that I used to have before. Yeah. And that's probably because of how it used to be. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I was annoying or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like uh, the... Like you said, the karma, well, maybe not karma, energy, it always comes back. Yeah. It always comes back to you. Like, you act this certain way. Now, I'm like, you can probably, you can ask her, I'm not the calmest person. Though. I don't yeah. get angry. Like, she's never really seen me angry. Yeah. Like she says, she's never seen me cry. Like, I don't really, I don't, like, yeah. Not you that just I don't. don't let things affect your emotions like you did before. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Because it's like, I kind of look at life as in, Things happen. When I mean, things happen, it's it's happened for a reason, isn't it? Yeah. So you just have to think, just go go with it. Like it might not be the way, say like with friends and stuff like that. I've like not in contact with many friends that I used to have when I was younger. Mm. But like, it's probably just because of how life goes. Like yeah. people just either move over to a different place or people yeah. just like going yeah. different yeah. roads yeah. and whatever. There, it's yeah. just it's not like it was a bad thing that happened because no, no. obviously people would still class you within like their good memories and stuff like yeah. that so it's like a good separation mm -hmm. like separation from people doesn't always have to be like a negative yeah. thing yeah. like separation sometimes just happens like, I just drank my water and now it's gone yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna get another bottle of water so yeah <laughs> no, I get what you mean. yeah